0: You're listening to Playfully Persistent Podcast, brought to you by the Des Moines Children's Museum. I'm Ashlyn. Ashlyn is
1: a former board member, current program and events director, and is the most likely to have the craziest idea at the table.
0: I'm Jules. Jules is a co-founder, former board president, current executive director, and is most likely to say yes to the crazy ideas and jumps all in. This show is all about
1: children's museums, the good, the bad, and all the mess.
0: Welcome to the rewarding chaos of children's museums. Welcome. As you've probably gathered from previous podcasts, Jules and I have been out networking a lot lately. And one of the first people that Jules met out networking was is our guest today,
1: I don't know if Jacob is one of the first people I met, but he is the person that every time I talk to people about how, yeah, I'm new to this networking thing, they would immediately turn around and be like, have you met Jacob from LinkedIn? Now, that makes it sound like Jacob works at LinkedIn, but Jacob does not work at LinkedIn, though it seems like it, because everyone in greater Des Moines area says stuff. And so if you are tuning in for the first time, it is definitely because... Jacob is on the podcast right now. Um, and uh, he doesn't work for LinkedIn, but it sure seems like it. Where do you work, Jacob?
2: Well, I do. I work for principal, technically. Uh, but really, I'm just a Des Moines uh, advocate and uh, hype man. Ultimate hype man would be what my friends refer me uh, as.
0: Okay. Nice. I like that. You know. So, first of all, you didn't say this is Jacob Rep. Yeah, oh, Jacob, 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 Jacob,
2: Jacob from LinkedIn. Jacob Rep. Jacob from LinkedIn. We have a hashtag. We have swag. Uh,
0: (laughs) Do you have this for sale?
2: No. I don't want to ever sell it. Oh, okay. Like, it's one of those things where I'm going to build some pipeline stuff, and uh, then my friends will get it. And so then it's like, you know, like those, it has to mean something. Because I don't like like things that in mass quantities, like, oh, no matter, anybody can have it. Uh, But, like, my buddy gave me my hat. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I got the, the new stamp with my face on it, which is kind of I, funny.
1: I really like your stamp with the uh, face.
2: And so those are all gifts that people have done. So now there's like one in existence and it's meaningful. And then, which a lot of things start that way. But then as, it's like, oh yeah, now you should try to monetize. Now you should try to do this. And then anybody in the world could have it. And uh, that just You makes, don't want
1: it to be special. Yeah. Then you it's no
2: longer it be... special. Okay. And so, if you if you have a if you have swag from Jacob from LinkedIn ever, it means you're important. You're important to me, and it's important to that.
1: How about if you make some sort of badge? I would really like to own a badge like the tops do, where they flip it open, and it could have something about like so. When I meet somebody and they're like, Oh, have you met Jacob from LinkedIn? I can be like, Yes,
2: I have. Uh, and whip it out. <laughs> so funny enough. So my last name's Rep, and uh, when I was at Drake, I was pre physical therapy. So. None of this is relevant to re- LinkedIn, so That's what, okay. whatever. Okay. Uh, but I was pre-physical therapy, so I was going to be Doctor Rep, which is kind of <laughs> close to Doctor Pre- uh, Pepper. And so I created these cool points. That was uh, it. Just was you've earned one cool point. It was a business card, Vista Print for got a thousand of them for like eight dollars. And I designed them, and it was Dr. which is pepper backwards. Uh-huh. And then it was an objective way of, oh, you think you're cool. How many cool points do you have? Well, I'm twice as cool as you because I have three. And, you'll... <laughs> and so it was so fun, and it was completely subjective whenever, in the moment, I thought you were doing something cool, I would whip them out. And I go, hey, here you go. And it was awesome.
1: <laughs> so... So I feel like you could definitely translate this now into your LinkedIn stuff. It would be lovely. (laughs) It'll be so sad when we don't have any, Ashlyn, because we won't. We're not cool enough for that kind of stuff. (laughs) All right, so we brought Jacob on to the podcast because for children's museums and for all organizations, being connected is hugely important. Um, And, yes, we have LinkedIn accounts and... Ashton is really good about telling me that I'm supposed to post things when I'm there and I have to take pictures and stuff. And then, yeah. So um, you are a LinkedIn rock star. You have over 10,000 followers and over 500 connections. Tell us your
2: origin LinkedIn story. Uh, Origin LinkedIn story was I had to have a LinkedIn because I had to have a LinkedIn. Okay. Like, this This is how everybody starts. Like, you're in college or you're getting your first sales job. Right. And they go, have a LinkedIn. Okay. And the problem is that most people create it just for that and then they don't do anything with it. Uh, and throughout all of time, you don't update it, you don't do anything, and then you go, oh, now I'm looking for a job or now I'm doing this. Right. And then by that time, you just have a debt, essentially a dead account and it's really, really hard to... dig out of that. It's actually almost better to delete it and start all over. Uh, Just the way the algorithm actually works, because if you're not active for a long period of time, you just have this dead account. Uh, But, I started out, I was building a network, I was early in sales, and so I needed to go and, I guess, have it LinkedIn. And then I was like, ah, selling things on LinkedIn is lame. I get the I get, I, (laughs) Well, I just mean, it's, uh, no, yeah. it's, it, everybody has the people, you connect instantly, they try to uh, sell you a product or a service, usually it's copy and pasted, hopefully they get your name right, they might have got an old company that you used to work, and you're like, gosh, you didn't even do any research, this is this is hurtful, and I go, gosh, obviously people get medians and sell stuff, because you can't go, oh, for a million, and still keep up the strategy, so maybe you're one in a million. So like, Oh yeah, see, it works. And I was like, this is miserable. I hate it. I hate getting those things and I just want to have fun. And so I wanted to really get into like, Hey, what are the things that I care about? So I was a long time board member for variety of the children's charity. I love Des Moines. I love meeting people. I got active in just every day, like going to events and networking. That's part Mm -hmm. of like sales, building a brand, building just awareness to your organization or just you as a, as a person. Because right. it's really important for individuals to not go, hey, I work for the Children's Museum. Well, great, but you, it's, it's you guys. Like mm-hmm. you, you're the people, I'm the brand, I happen to work for my company or you work for this company and, and so you have to do both. You have to build this personal mm-hmm. brand that goes, hey, this is my name badge, and here I also happen to work there. It's also really good if you ever leave because if you don't, if, if I need
1: well, to pause you for a moment. No, not, not you're not, not I'm allowed not to leave. I'm only, I no, know, okay, I so, that. Yeah, You guys, so, so, but, we are not people who leave. Okay, that's fine. But I'm,
2: but I'm saying too many people build an entire personality and brand for their company they work for. Okay. You might work there 10, 20, 30 years, and then you try to leave, and trying to separate that out is just hard. And so I will always tell people, Double down on who you are, what you stand for. Yes, support your mm-hmm. your the company or the organizations you're a part of. You have to do both. And so I did that on LinkedIn. I was already networking. And then the reality is that LinkedIn and social media just in general is nothing more than a 24-7, 365 networking event. So we just started to engage with people. And, like, literally right now we're posting this or we're recording this. yeah. And I posted earlier today, and my phone's still going off going, I'm getting notifications. We only have 24 hours in a day.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We, have to, we have a whole bunch of different hats that we wear. You can't f- be at 10,000 events. You can't deal right. with 10,000 people all at once. But the reality is that online, people are still in the comment sections and liking and doing stuff and sending messages and those things. And then I can get to it when I need to. So mm-hmm. it's like... Being able to have a 24-7, 365... No matter the times that you wake up at, like, 2 in the morning, can't go back to sleep, there are people that are still liking commenting and doing stuff. And so you have reach all the time. Mm-hmm. And so if we think of LinkedIn specifically, but social media in general, as like if you're going to the Bravo Gala, or as if mm-hmm. you're going to a Des Moines magazine unveiling, and how would you act, how would you engage, how do you try to meet people there only just take that to the digital state space. So I doubled down on that and then I started meeting people off of LinkedIn. I started connecting with people. I started doubling down again on Des Moines, mm-hmm. knowing more people, knowing more people. And then it fast forward to 2021, I think, and my friends at Bing Bang, the marketing company in Waukee, uh, they had me on their Jealousy podcast early on. It's exploded way more now. So I was like episode like 25 or 30 or something. And yeah, now they've been doing it for three more years, and they have, like, Caitlin Clark. and like, yeah, so, yeah. So it's like, I, we were, like, uh, and it was, the whole thing was, like, people that they know from afar, and they're jealous of, and they just want to meet them. Yeah. And so. I, was, oh, so, I so,
0: love that so, so, so much. So I loved
2: it because it's like, oh, cool, I feel like a local celebrity. And then all of a sudden you look at the people they have now, and you're like, oh, yep, <laughs> that was definitely an early stage of, like, of this. So, so it was fun, but. On that podcast, uh, my friends, uh, Mackenzie and Melanie, they go, Jacob, you're Jacob from LinkedIn. And so the Jacob from LinkedIn origin story started Bing Bang declared it because it's weird. I can't go, I'm Jacob from LinkedIn. Like that's. No. Yeah. You can't declare yourself. That's arrogant. But if other people all own it. And so Bing Bang did it.
1: And everybody owns that. Like any networking. Uh If you mention like, oh, I'm learning how to network. Now I don't say that as much because I'm just like, yeah, I know Jacob.
2: Uh Uh, So it it started bing-banging other people, and then from that I just kept on expanding. And then we got logo things that were sent. We started using the hashtag officially. I got my wax seal, and it all became part of my personal brand. It also helps everything else.
1: Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, So I know that you have a bunch of events that you – like try to do where you're meeting people actually face to face. You want to talk to those because I haven't been to many of them, but I just love the mm-hmm. idea that you'll be like, yeah, we got to get off of this. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, what device. are your top events that like people have to go to? No, no. Or I it? want yeah. ones that yeah. are
1: Jacob sponsored. Oh, okay. yes. he has his own. Mm-hmm. So, uh, really interesting.
2: So there's two major major ones. Uh, one is a, uh, I guess we'll call it an ugly sweater Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we've. It's just expanded so fast, so so much, so fast that we're going to have to, unfortunately, move it and have a larger venue and really? have sponsors. And yeah, I mean, we've that that event that's, uh, which is a LinkedIn only, so it's word of mouth and LinkedIn only, uh-huh. post, which we started three years ago. In the first year, we did three days notice and we had like sixty people show up. Mm-hmm. So then people started talking about, hey, when's the next one? What's doing that? So last year we did it. And it was, everybody was sick, but we still had like 120, 130 people. So we grew it 100%. Yeah. Uh, over, well, fast forward to this year, we had people from Davenport, from Ames, we had like 30 people from Iowa City, Cedar Rapids. So if people were now coming across the state to come to this uh, LinkedIn Ugly Sweater Meetup to take your, these connections that we're, we know of people or we've, mm-hmm. uh, we're connected to the same people or you're a company we're trying to do business with, I see you're going. People showed up in droves, and so we're pushing 250 over the course of the full like time. And I go, "Crap! uh, Dive bar parking lots are not built for for that." Yeah, parking
1: was bad. I went to uh, it, and parking was bad. And
2: so, but that was—it's—it's just got so popular that Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to have sponsors next year. I'm gonna have to have a bigger space. We're gonna try to do more stuff. We'll probably actually have a uh, like competition for different prizes so so it's it's expanded so we do that every year it's in December usually the week before Christmas as the end of the year like there's no like real business stuff that are done like and it's a way for parents that have kids to go hey they're done with school and I don't have work stuff so for the sake of my sanity and I don't murder any of my family we need a built-in like so I'm not just 20 straight days uh, stuck at home, uh, and so it was just fun. It started, uh, and so we did that. But even that origin story started from one-on-ones with my friend Brett Burkhart, who's a co-founder of this, and we would get together two, three times a year, and we would catch up and we'd have a happy hour and awesome. And one time he's like, "Hey man, I love this," but the reality is we spend an hour, hour and a half, two hours here catching up, and Three quarters of that is, like, filler stuff. All the things that, of conversation that you, like, well, I guess we need, to t- we need to fill time. How's the weather? Cool, anything cool in your job? And sometimes there are things there, but, it, you, you know, the filler stuff. We're just filling time. Yeah. And then you have, like, 20 minutes of, like, meaningful thing that if we could only cut it today, there, we go, oh, this was helpful. And so he just brought it up. He goes, so I propose we keep doing this, but instead of us just having one-on-one time and doing it, how about you bring three people I don't know? I'll bring three people you don't know. Those six people are probably going to meet seven people that they don't know. And then so honestly, even the LinkedIn meetup uh the mm-hmm. story party started from that conversation in 2019. And so it's just grown. So that mm-hmm. one's it. My birthday party. I love my birthday. I'm still a child at heart. So I celebrate the third of every month. And, <laughs> and I even reduce fractions. So I'm like, oh, yeah, this is my two-thirds birthday. Like I'm that guy. <laughs> And so I love my birthday party and, and I run in a whole bunch of different circles. And the problem with like networking or like normal, like stuff is people stay in their tribe, Mm -hmm. it's comfortable, it's safe, it's easier. You know, you get affirmation for all the bad ideas that you have. Go, no, it's, that's totally fine. And so, uh, and so a lot of my friend groups would never intentionally go and meet each other. So I go, fine, let's raise money for a cause. So we'll do an admission, Mm -hmm. minimum minimum donation to a cause that we're doing. And we'll have a birthday party. And we'll celebrate me because I (laughs) love my birthday. Uh, But we're going to do a good cause. And all these people are going to meet each other that never would have happened. And I just believe that if you get people in the same room that would never intentionally go and seek out... Mm so many people just hit it off and magic happens you watch the sparks fly so even those like linkedin we only post them on linkedin we only do things like that and and even in doing that probably 20 to 30 percent of the people that show up i've never met in real life
1: really there Mm -hmm. are people you've never met in real
2: life happens all the time uh even even this week there's i think five people that i've had coffee with never met in in real life okay until this week
1: that's so interesting because you're like everywhere. Mm-hmm. I I run into you all the time. I mean, I know you don't run into me as much, but like I'm like, oh yeah, I went out, and I'm like, oh, I saw Jacob again. So interesting. I love that. Um, I know you do wings though, too. Mm-hmm. Don't yep. you do wings? I want to uh, hear about that because I've not done that one yet. Uh, I did the ugly sweater. I loved it. I had two more events right afterwards, yep. and then I didn't make
0: it back.
2: Oh, uh, it's okay. I should have made uh, it. I was, back. I
0: didn't even go because I was at another networking. It's okay. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. So wings are awesome, and I'm still trying to. Uh, do figure out how to make that i just love to eat wings and i love jerry's wings and like carl's place has free wings on wednesday so mm-hmm. i'm trying to do maybe a, a we're, we're working out maybe i do one of each uh, a month uh like a friday meet up for jerry's and then a wednesday come and go because you need to have some free wings from the cake stand at carl's place which is a funny way to talk about it carl's <laughs> place does not make their own wings no
0: uh,
2: they, uh, they don't have a kitchen All of your concerns are valid. Anybody listening, like, you're going to go eat at Carl's Place. They don't make their own wings. They cater them in from Cake stand. (laughs) So it's okay. Uh, But it's awesome. And so a friend of mine just wanted to do do that one time. And so we're like, all right, let's go to Jerry's and uh, get people together and see how many people show up. And when we started doing that, honestly, I just invited a couple people and go, invite anybody you want. I'll get a platter of wings. I'll get a pitcher of beer. And I was fully committed that if no one showed up, I'm okay. Like (laughs) I get wings and beer and I'm going to be happy. Worst case scenario, best case scenario, a million people will show up and, uh, then we have to flip it on and like be on. And I don't know, I think we had like 13, 14 people showed up for that. And that's just continued to grow. The last time we did it, I think that we had like 35 or something, uh, but it's a way to get people, again, uh, the, the Jerry's ones are usually Friday afternoons. Go, hey, let's get off work a little bit early. Uh, go and meet people. Do business development. That's finger quotes if you, for those. That's, <laughs> that's, this, isn't, this isn't recorded or uh, isn't videoed. Those are finger quotes about do business development. Get people in a room that would normally nod. and are like, hey, I have kid engagements. I have sporting things. So if we go, let's do a late lunch. Get in, get out, meet a couple people, have some wings, bond over uh, either your beverage of choice or your or some uh, wings from Jerry's, and again, watch magic happen. Like business happens there all the time. We're like somebody was telling me the other day that they met uh, their wife at our first uh, ugly sweater. Uh, 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 somebody met somebody that met their wife at the very first ugly sweater. Uh, party. I don't know. Oh, wow. Honestly, I don't know who this is. But, and you're
1: like, why was yeah, I not invited you know. to wear an ugly sweater to uh, the so, wedding? Yeah,
2: so it's just wild. Somebody was like talking about it. And I was like, oh, I don't even know who that person is. They mentioned some company. I was like, I don't know that, that anybody from that company. And so, but things happen. So now also matchmaker. Show up to my parties. You might find a spouse. <laughs> uh, you might grow a business. You might find a new best friend. Uh, who knows? Very
0: nice. All right, so Jacob, what advice would you give to people who are first starting out on LinkedIn?
2: Uh, make friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, well,
1: so, then so, let's, let's yeah, make yeah, it simpler. Yeah, yeah. How do you make friends then? Yeah. Like, well, take us back to the playground days.
2: Uh, so it's strange. So, one, you have to connect with people, and those people have to accept your connection.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Harder if you're in sales than if you're not. Like So some of those things are are different, but uh, the, the wild thing is, everyone's like, oh, you should send a note. Well, LinkedIn's own data says that sending an actual personalized note only increases by like one and a half percent of an acceptance rate. And so unless you're like a high up person, I'm like, I really want to know you, uh, I'm not gonna waste any time. You're getting a regular uh, connection. If you're Because LinkedIn's data will say, doesn't matter. If you're gonna accept me, you're gonna accept me. You're uh, if you're not, you're not, and whatever I say is not going to impact. Well, maybe I can play in. I'm Jacob from LinkedIn. Accept me, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, outside of that, it's like doesn't matter. So you have to connect people. You have to add things that are value, and which is hard. Content connect, content creation is difficult. It takes time. It's consuming. Uh, you,
0: build a platform. you have to build a
2: platform. Yeah. You have to be consistent. Like sh- being consistent and showing up is it, and it's hard. And honestly, I post probably every day. Uh, a lot of different stuff. Some stuff is business-wise. Most of it's not. Most of it's everything else that I love about Des Moines and the people that are in Des Moines and what's going on around here. And mm-hmm. uh, and so that's that's important to me. And also, trying there's a lot of people that are in Des Moines and on LinkedIn and all over the world that are trying to grow a network. And when we talk about networking, and everyone goes, go, you need to go and do that. But it's all this ethereal, like, go in network. And it's like, well, how? Where? What does that look like? Is that collecting just business cards? Is that, which is what most people do, and go, look, I have 10,000 business cards I collected (laughs) this year. I am
0: that person. Uh, Actually, is that person. (laughs) No. I I, I, I love you,
1: Ashlyn, but I'm very, like no, these business cards cost me money and now I don't want to give them because then you'll email me and I don't know if I want you to email me because we've already talked long enough that
0: I'm like, no. Nope. See, and I take that business card. I'm sorry, I totally interrupt you. I take that business card and I'm like, this is who I'm going to connect with yeah. on LinkedIn. Sure. And then that's who I'm like, now I have their contact information if I want to get coffee with yeah, them or perfect. do all of that.
2: Uh, this is why I don't carry business cards with me. Uh, oh. So I can collect other people's. Okay. And uh, But you can be like, A little bit of a, I don't evaluate in the moment of do you want it, do you not? Mm -hmm. Uh, So some of it. Do you take
1: everyone's then? uh,
2: Do you ask for
0: people's business
2: cards? I usually don't ask for business cards. Do they just hand them to you? Uh, No. If conversations are going, hey, we should connect. Sure. But also, we're in this day and age. If I really wanted to, like, go, let's connect on LinkedIn right now, or hey, let's get coffee next week. Uh, My friend Danny Byer will sell you this all the time, and he'll just go, you have your phone here their phones there you can share phone numbers if you want to you can put the calendar invite in right now <laughs> and uh and just uh and just send it uh or you could schedule it or you could just schedule it right now like there's a, right. uh people treat and Danny Byer will say the same thing is you'll go hey for some reason we treat networking like dating like well there's a 48 hour rule before then i could reach out it's like <laughs>
0: oh my god i was just telling <laughs>
2: And, day. and that doesn't exist. If I like you, if I want to spend time with you, like, let's just do it. Like, like I don't have to be awkward go, have I waited long enough or uh, <laughs> am I too needy because I've, you haven't responded to my first email or first LinkedIn question. Uh, and it's like, well, life gets busy. Like, gosh, the number of emails that I have if, from when I go to bed to when I wake up, I probably have a hundred emails that I mostly just delete because it means I'm on some email uh, marketing list. Mm-hmm. I go, oh, cool. Pretty sure none of no important things are coming in at 6 a.m. Uh, Those are the most important emails, at
1: yeah. 6 a.m. Yeah.
2: <laughs> exactly. Well, it's just, this is when your HootSuite sends out your stuff. It's like, guys, everyone does it. <laughs> so it's it's fine. So, yep, creating content is just hard. And so oftentimes it gets like, where do I start? Mm-hmm. Uh, how do I go to a network? How do I do this? And like, well, you have to, Build an audience. You have to think about who are the people you're trying to target. Like who would actually care about what you have to say, and not everybody will. Uh, but the wild thing is that the average person that has a network, uh, not even on LinkedIn, but just in real life. This is why anybody that ever asks to get together, I say yes to, because if you're going to go out and you're going to you're going to ask, oh so fine. Well, the average person has a network of 250 people, and that's based on. Everything from best friends from high school to your neighbor you don't talk to, coworkers, just in mm-hmm. some capacity. And that data is from number of people that are invited to a funeral. Mm-hmm. And so 250 people. Well, those 250 people also have a network of 250 people. So every person that you ever run into gives you direct or indirect access to tens of thousands of people. That might be a future sponsor, might be a future business client, might be a best friend, might be like... It could, it could, so yeah. unlimited upside potential. Worst case scenario, you absolutely suck. And I wasted an hour of my time having a beer or lunch or coffee or something. Worst case. So if I'm a gambling man and and I love to gamble, uh, (laughs) that's a bet I would take all day. Limited downside, unlimited upside, and then how do you do that? So creating a LinkedIn or a, a network intentional to go, who are the people we're trying to do? Who are those people connected? How do I create value? And then oftentimes people just go, well, where do I start? Well, the reality is if you post once a week, once a week, you're in the top mm-hmm. uh, 3% in all of LinkedIn users in the world. And so go, Are you serious? Yes. It's yeah. not hard.
1: One post once a
2: week. Once a week. And so I always tell people that I go, just start somewhere. Do something. Go, on Wednesdays we're going to do this, or on Monday we're going to do this, and start there. And then as you create things, you're, you're going to have photos, you're going to have data points you want to share you're going to have uh some of your like revenue reports and the things you give to your board and all that stuff and go cool now you can break those into bullet points you can do photos you can tell that story video so you can create the same content in two three different formats and then you can just tell that story on all social media platforms and on on linkedin but it might be only one fact And if it's something that's highlighting like hey this is our 10-year anniversary well now there's a lot of things to show and you can start using that and and doing that Uh... laura will
1: take care of this laura we're good laura edit that
0: (coughs) silence out there um so have you taken like a class or like done like a summit or something like a social media summit or hmm. you just okay?
2: I travel the Santa and talk about LinkedIn to people and how to use it for their teams.
0: Yes, I've met people who have sat in
1: conference sessions where he was the presenter, and they've told me that.
0: I'm I'm just curious because like I did a big social media conference, mm-hmm. what was that October or something? Yeah, and yep. like everything that you just said, this other yep. person said too. But, so but I'm the, like, the
2: problem is that most people don't treat LinkedIn the same way uh, because they still view it as a.
0: Business like only.
2: As a, as a business only, but more more people view it as I'm looking for a job. Or I'm a recruiter. Yeah. Oh. Um. And so the and it's changed a lot. I mean, we're we're talking about LinkedIn is now 20 years old, and when it started, it was a recruitment. And all this and people just used it like that always. Well, almost every decision maker. And I, oh gosh, what is it? I, I think it's. 66 or something percent of all users are, like, decision makers. Uh, and don't, so don't quote me on that. I'd have mm-hmm. to look at the – it's a high level of – or percentage relative to other, other platforms. Mm-hmm. So the people you want to talk to are on LinkedIn. I know this is one of the questions. Why should you be using it? The people you want to talk to on LinkedIn are, are on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, more importantly, for anybody that's in sales or trying to get sponsorships and stuff – there's always this little thing, a person called the gatekeeper, that prevents you from talking to the person you need to do and then you have to do, do a whole bunch of stuff yeah. to finally get to the right person to get to the asset what you're trying to accomplish. Well, almost all people on LinkedIn run their own LinkedIn. So you actually have direct <laughs> access to the people without finding uh, Jim at the front desk mm-hmm. or Susan. They're, she's nice, but... Uh, you you just it's going to take some time to warm up right uh, to her before she goes yeah here's this calendar we'll we'll let you have a meeting and so you have direct access to the people already and there's a lot of little tool tricks and things you can do to start to show up in their feed uh, sometimes annoyingly because algorithms are really fun uh, and if the people that you're connected with are liking the things that are, if you tag them, mm-hmm. also need just annoyingly keep on showing up in other people's feed, uh, which can be really good or sometimes can be annoying. Uh, uh, here, at, uh, that's not uncommon to go. I always see you in my feed, Jacob Wells. You probably liked my posts. <laughs> <laughs> you did this to yourself. Or the people's posts that you like, like my stuff. So now the algorithm's going, well, if they liked it, you mm-hmm. liked it, then you're probably going to like Jacob. Yeah. So it could be much.
1: Interesting. Um, So any do's and don'ts?
2: Uh, If you're ever going to post anything with links, you want to put it in the comments. Why is that? Uh, Because LinkedIn is still a uh, marketing platform. So most of the revenue still comes from advertisements. And so anything, and this is true of every social media, but LinkedIn really, really doubles down for reach. If your posts that is trying to just try and do, so they reward original content versus mm-hmm. reposting. So mm-hmm. also don't repost. That's the worst thing you could do. I like understand. and comment on that because uh, they they reward organically anyway. They
0: reward uh, the original. Uh, post. Or,
2: or, yes, original content uh, because no one cares what uh, if you share a uh, Simon Sinek thing. It's like well people are here for Simon Sinek, not not you. Right. So we're we're not going to give you as much credit there. Uh, but if you put a link in the comments, which the whole intention or in the post, your whole intention is to get people off of the site where they're charging people to do advertisements here. So their goal and social media's goal is, Hey, the people that are paying to advertise on our platform, we want you to stay on the platform. Mm -hmm. We're not going to reward you for intentionally taking people off the platform. You can bypass that easily. You'll see this in any of the things mm-hmm. for, like, events and stuff. i go, I'll be like, links in the comments. And uh, now all of a sudden, we, d- we bypassed it. Uh-huh. Always put the link in the comments. I didn't know that.
0: Very good to know. That's very great to know. All right. How about
1: hashtags? I'm so old. Just give me, like, <sighs> the the dumbed-down version because you use a lot of hashtags. I do. I, I, I actually, I also, I actually like... use
2: more than I what I should for, for so... Instagram's really good for like actually a lot of hashtags. In an ideal world, LinkedIn is one of those uh, three to four at max. Uh, it starts to lose uh, traction from there, but over the years I've just picked up things that I love and I go, I'm gonna double down because I'm a stubborn man. And, uh, and so I use more than what anybody that knows anything about LinkedIn would tell you to do. Uh, And it would align more with probably uh, uh, an Instagram. So three to four, but try. But if it, and this is similar to Instagram, Facebook too, is if you have a good hashtag. So one, having original stuff to you is good. And then if you can get two, two or three other ones that, because you can go and look and how many followers are on that. And so if you can get people that are have a, a lot of followers already see that hashtag for it, that's awesome you're gonna get more eyes but then if you can start to build some of those smaller ones that are like, oh yeah, there's only a thousand people that follow this or uh, versus I don't know uh, networking or business development mm-hmm. might have a million people that are, mm-hmm. that follow well cool well I'm like I'm, I'm gonna get some awareness especially if you're trying to create content and that's good. Uh, But most of those people won't even care that you're in Des Moines and here. But then you can start to ease into some of the other things. So like the Des Moines, USA, like uh, things like that. You're going to go, hey, actually, this is important. And then you can start to hate people that are actually local and care some of this. So if you curate hashtags around, hey, here's who we are. Here's how we can get more eyes, because if more eyes see it, they Mm -hmm. might like or comment, which will expand your organic reach Mm -hmm. beyond this so uh because ultimately everything's about early on engagement because if you don't get engagement in the first two hours your post will die okay uh and so because and you no one in your like second and third degrees will see it because what linkedin's algorithm is going to tell you is say hey if the people that actually choose to follow you don't find this valuable or interesting There's no way your second and third degrees are going to. So it will die. It will go, hey. So if you ever get to a point where you're like, no one liked it, and I only have like 100 views or 50 views, Mm -hmm. but my normal posts get way more than that, it's because no one liked it. And then it never went to the extended reach. reach."
0: Okay.
2: So early engagement is the most important thing. So this is why people that post at like 11.30 p.m. or like stuff is like, well... You're hurting yourself. It's not that nobody will see it, but less people than if you posted, like, early in the morning or right around lunchtime or maybe right before getting off work when people are, like, scrolling as they're walking out.
0: Well, and, like, Facebook and Instagram are so nice because they'll give you, like, this is when you have the most reach Mm -hmm. and everything. So that's why, like, I'll post our stuff at, like, 7 p.m. because that's when most of Mm -hmm. our uh, audience engages.
2: LinkedIn just happens to be usually working hours. So right as you're getting into work or right before you go to work or like lunch. So like that 11 to 1 time as people are heading into lunch or leaving lunch and they're like scrolling the way Mm -hmm. that people scroll through uh, Facebook. Um, And Mm -hmm. another fun fact about uh, social media and LinkedIn in particular, and another reason I like it, and I think that it's an underused tool because the audience that are there. Is a lot of like corporate America. If you have a corporate computer, is going to block things like Facebook, Instagram on that, but they still view LinkedIn as like a professional mm-hmm. site. So corporate America will still, well, I'll scroll the w- same way that I do on LinkedIn and or on uh, Facebook mm-hmm. and and Instagram. Only I'll do it on LinkedIn because it's not blocked. And so, okay. so, so, no so, so you have a you have an audience an active audience that are there, that are bored out of their minds in a lot of cases, but they just, it's blocked on all their other stuff. And I don't know how that's changed with like a lot of the work from home stuff. So I don't have that data, but at least pre that being very prominent, Mm -hmm. uh, like the Wells Fargo's, the EMC's, a lot of the Nationwide's, all all those things, Facebook's blocked, Instagram's blocked, Amazon's blocked. Uh, YouTube's blocked. Like, Amazon's uh, blocked? I mean, some places are. Uh, mm-hmm. Netflix is blocked. So they want you to be productive yeah. if you have a work computer. So they're like, all right, we're going to keep make sure that you're working. And we're like, well, I guess LinkedIn is where I'll spend my time. You forced my hand.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so are there any questions we should be asking that we didn't
2: ask you? Uh... Honestly, I don't think so.
1: About networking, um, about LinkedIn. LinkedIn, about being just amazing at knowing every single person in the world. I don't know every single person <laughs> in the world. In our world of Des Moines, it sure feels um, that
2: people way. People assume that I do. Uh, like it, I was still in Ashland. Just uh, <laughs> yesterday, my my head gets big sometimes when uh, <laughs> when when uh, I meet people. And uh, yesterday I ran into this guy that I just met recently. And then you're like, hey, this is my girlfriend. Uh, He's like, hey, this is my girlfriend, Lydia. And she goes, oh, hey, Jacob. And I was like, oh, hey. And he's like, did you know that my dad loves you? (laughs) Lydia's
1: dad Yeah, Lydia's dad loves you. But did you know Lydia before this? No, never met Lydia. Uh,
2: Only met her boyfriend, Colton. And... uh, we just met, just had coffee, actually, this Monday. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, yeah, my dad uh, has been telling Colton he needs to connect with you, he needs to meet with you. He, uh, Colton just moved to town. And we're like, okay. And I was like, oh, uh, how, what's your dad's name? And he's, like, he's told me, I go, I don't, I, I don't, that name doesn't sound familiar. He oh, no, you guys have never met. He just follows you on LinkedIn. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm a fan of someone that I've never met. And I was like, ah. Well, this is the best day of my life. I'm really happy, but I don't know if I'll be able to, like, walk out the doors. My head's going to, like, it's not (laughs) going to fit. But it was just awesome. I loved it. It just happened this week. It was a highlight of my week.
0: That's fantastic. You do have, like, that reputation, though, of, like, you know everyone. Because, Mm -hmm. like, when I first, you started networking before I did, because you I started my job in September and like one of the first, one of my very first days I had to go to this networking event oh, and like left. someone pulled me aside and everything like, hi, welcome and everything. And I was like, who should I talk to? And they were like, oh, he's not here, but you should talk to Jacob Rapp. And, <laughs> and so I was like, okay, great. And it was fine. It was a lovely networking event. And then, uh, afterwards I was like, so Julie, there's this person. And she was like, oh yeah, I, I know. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: It's it's nice to have fans, but I, I mean, I, it, like growing a network and intentionally doing that, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Like all of that's hard. It's it's not, it's not, it, it gets yeah. it gets easier, but it never gets easy. Like I still speak, I go and I'm, and I'm a keynote about building a network or LinkedIn, and I pull into the driveway and I have the same self talk that everybody else does as I'm getting out of the car. Like I remember speaking to Walkie YP once over at Holmes Murphy on the importance of building a brand in your network. I'm the speaker for lunch. And I got in and I go, do you think it would be bad if I don't show up? Like, well, like, <laughs> like, like what, would it be okay? What's the worst that could happen if I don't, like, go in? Like, obviously, I can't. I, My arms are, are, are like, hands are tied. I have to show up. Uh, but every person still has it, no matter how... Long you've been doing it, it doesn't always feel right. It's uncomfortable again, because you don't know who you're ever going to talk to. They might be the exact same person as you, or they might be the exact opposite and know how to push your buttons. It's like a sibling, mm-hmm. uh, and you have no idea. I've had weird conversations before uh, all the time with people like oh, and that means that I have to pivot and be able to learn how to ask. Way more questions, because this is topics that I don't know. So I know more about anime now than I ever would have thought that I ever would have known about. Uh, Because my goal is to to meet two new people every day. If I meet two new people every day, that will force me to have conversations with people that are not me. And if you have people conversations with people that are not you, then you have no idea where the conversation is going to go. And then you have to learn how to... They are just to practice the art of having conversations, which is awesome.
1: So did you just say your goal is to meet two new people every day? Every day. Is this a 2024 goal or is that forever? This
2: has been four or five years. I don't always hit it, but it's what I track.
1: You track it? Mm Mm-hmm. Do so you have like a little note, please tell yeah. me, you
2: have a notebook that you write down each person's uh, name for each day and no, you're just or like, at so, the end of the week, no, are you
0: just yeah. like, I go, I've been here yeah. and I talk well, to these?
2: Well, so I use notepads, so all mm-hmm. my things will have th- lists to do, so like, uh-huh. hey, I'm going to write four cards a day, I'm going to do this, so I check off, okay. uh, so I, I don't actually will do the names, but the reason is, that means that I'll meet, what is that, 730 people a year if I actually do that. Uh, most of which aren't, we might never see again. This could be you sit next to me on the plane. Mm-hmm. I might meet you in a coffee shop while I'm on, on, on vacation. It doesn't mean that anything, but it gets me into the habit of communicating with strangers. Strangers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. And gets me better at being able to strike up conversations. Gets me better at being able to pivot in conversations. Gets me better to ask follow-up questions, which is just a helpful skill in life. But again, when we 're talking about average person has a network of 250 people, that means that every year indirectly what millions of people of uh, potential connections that might be uh, some of it I 'm trying to get my mom off my back. she really wants uh, grandkids from me, uh, but my brother I just found out is uh, expecting, so I go, "Good, Michelle, <laughs> you can get off my back now." Uh, so we bantered about my brother and I bantered about that, but you just never know you might you might find a new best friend, a great business partner, a great sponsor a great uh could be anything yeah. but you don't know unless you like put yourself out there so that's why I track don't always hit it if I only hit six hundred new people oh womp womp uh so uh connect two people every or meet new two people every day, connect ten people every year or every week, and then try to refer a million dollars of closed business to support the community every year. Those are the three things that I track in life and business, and none of those are actually business.
1: Yeah, none of those were. That's amazing. Okay um thank you so much for being with us and thank you all the listeners that didn't even know Des Moines had a children's museum until Jacob Rep was on our podcast
0: Uh, (laughs) he didn't even know what a children's museum was until he walked in
2: (laughs) that is true but then he
1: looked at and that's the thing about children's museums when you get to one you're like oh I know this this is home this is what it's all about kind of thing we end with three questions perfect all right what was the last playful thing you did
2: well, uh, so Smash Park this year started this new uh, marketing thing uh, called First Name Fridays. So,
1: Oh, you were telling me uh, about this, yes. and I didn't understand, so then I went and looked at yeah. it later. Yes. So, so tell us all about it. So
2: every, Friday, or every Monday, they post two names, uh-huh. and if your name is either of those on the first Friday, or on the, that, the Friday of that week, from 8 to midnight, you drink free. And we so, need to
1: follow them so that we can uh, see if our name. I follow are them list. already. Yeah. Uh, oh,
0: good. I, 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 I will let you know uh, if there's
2: a Julie. I don't. <laughs> Julie will be on there. Ashlyn probably won't. No, <laughs> but maybe Ashley will wear.
0: <laughs> that was the first one. It was Jacob, yep. and, Jacob Ashley. and Ashley. Jacob oh, and Ashley was week I should one. Have gone.
2: Jacob and Ashley were the first, the very first week, and it was awesome. It was a kick. Out. It was like New Year, great way to start off.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, but they have this, which I always my joke is. Uh, I just assumed that we just set a world record of the most Jacobs and Ashleys ever meeting up at one spot yeah. and they should double down on that. So that was just fun. I got to beat a whole bunch of Jacobs. Uh, I met a few Ashleys. There was way more Jacobs than Ashleys <laughs> and I got to play some games. I got, uh, uh and it was just fun. I had a blast. That so sounds that was awesome. the most fun. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It sounds amazing. Uh, so what do you want to be when you grow up?
2: Well, uh, I want to be like Peter Pan. I never want to grow up.
0: <laughs> That's me too.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, growing up has a lot of this connotation of uh, like you get stuffy and like you just hate life, and so I go, no, I don't have that. Like this is what this is what I love. I walked into the Children's Museum today, and you're right. It's like this is what I should have imagined, and it's why I like the science center. It's why here is is. Joy, so, one of my friends, Tina's mother, has a six-year-old son, Maverick. Call him Mav. I love and, that name, just so you know. And she's been taking him. She's just this awesome businesswoman in, in real estate and advocate for affordable housing. And just, she's awesome. And since he's been born, she's taken him along with for business meetings and stuff. And so, he picks up business concepts and talks about them, only in the way that a six-year-old does. So, she, so, <laughs> so he, he will make these phrases about networking or making sure that people have seats at the table, only he says it from the lens of, like, seats instead of, like, instead yeah. of a, a thesis to prove why you should not only have people that think like you at the table, uh, there's, you, you, you have a kid doing it, and this is what it is. It's just play here. We lose that. Everything has to be proper. Everything has to be here. And I will make so many mistakes in my life all the time. But I don't want to be so afraid to not enjoy myself and have fun so that, and everybody knows that, like, they walk in and, and the mood just dies. Like, no, that sucks. It sucks for everybody. And so I just don't want to be that. I want to stay. You're like, I'm not going around. I, 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 I want to stay, I guess, not grow up but still mature, if that makes sense. Like, I'm going to say youthful yeah, or something. Yeah, youthful. Youthful. Yes, youthful. Youthful and joyful. All
1: right, last question. What was something you loved to play with when you were a child? Army men. <laughs> Do you still have them?
2: Uh, no. Does uh, your
1: mom have them?
2: No, I threw out an entire, like, uh, I, I would reenact, like, Battles in my oh. sandbox and on our, par- our parking lot, and blow things up with fireworks. Okay. Uh, so but I, when
1: you say reenact, you didn't actually like study the Civil War and well, then like not, do like, it. Not, no. Well,
0: I, I no, just want to know. I mean, because yeah, that's not, definitely not, that's not, what I had my kids do when I homeschooled them yeah. <laughs> to learn the yeah, wars. Not
2: not exactly exactly <laughs> like that, but I probably had five thousand army men, uh, and. Blowing army men up is very satisfying.
1: Sounds a little like your Sid from Toy Story yeah, if you're blowing yeah. them
2: up. Okay, yeah.
1: But that's okay yeah. because you had 500, so. 5,000. 5,000.
2: I would always buy army men. Army men and like night Legos.
1: So everything that you wanted for birthdays were always like, I would like some army men. Yeah, I and, to, and fireworks. fireworks. I,
2: I, I, need, I need to replenish my army men. <laughs> My grandpa understood. So what
0: you need to do for your birthday is have like people bring you army
2: moves. No, I don't Fireworks. need that anymore. No, yeah, no. no. I, I've, I've matured a little bit beyond that. I can have as much fun without potentially burning a place down. Like, I, yeah, okay. yeah, there, there's, yeah, there, there's opportunity costs and wisdom that comes of, uh, again, I, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to be sued. I don't want this and any uh, dangerous activity. Uh, heightens the potential
0: I see and I'm over here like let's just try it let's let's give it a try what's
2: the the worst that could happen
0: yeah
1: and that's why I'm the one that deals with insurance
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is why you are the boss and I'm
1: not Ah. alright well thank you so much for coming on this was actually like a long planned interview with Jacob but we live in the Midwest and he would probably like to tell you how incompetent I am at but doing calendar
2: invites! I, <laughs> I, I would not say that. No, uh, no, it was a, very funny. A, a blizzard did uh, prevent our last one, so yes. Uh, and then our office bar crawl also prevented one because I forgot to put that on my calendar. So <laughs> it excuse. was it was e- it was equally my fault, uh, uh, but worth the wait. I uh,
1: would, worth um, the wait. Yeah. You like being in the the work, the work room. room. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's where the magic happens, which I like that you made networking seem like there was magic. Because I talk about the Children's Museum as magic and like what we see Mm -hmm. happening. But I need to kind of create that lens when I go networking be like, where am I going to find this magic and how am I going to? Because I'm more like, oh, I have to remember this person's name. They just said it. And I'm going to forget in the next two minutes if I don't. Well, the
2: reality is that most people are doing the same exact thing. So it's like, give yourself the grace to go, hey, it's okay. Just don't be a jerk if like, uh, because I've had this happen before. Because I I wear, there's a lot of things about my personality that is memorable. So it's Mm. hard to forget me. I wear bright colored pants. I wear colored glasses. I'm pretty... Loud, uh, and, uh, out, and I, I'm an ultimate hype man, so we'll come over. You'll walk in, and I'll be like, Oh my gosh, and like come over here. And I'll be like, So pumped for you to, and it's really in, it's endearment. Uh, mm-hmm. if I don't treat you like that, then it means I don't actually like you, probably.
1: I don't think you've uh, ever treated me like that. Uh, yeah. Ooh. It's, it's,
2: she, uh, it's, yeah, turns out this uh, the reason I agreed to this was for this intervention, <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, so it's hard of to for since everybody else dresses the same, asks the same questions, it's easy to go, hey, you're one of fifty mm-hmm. people I met this month. And you might remember the first person, you don't remember the rest of them. I'm memorable. So just, as long as you're not like, hey, you don't remember meeting me, Jacob, you're a jerk. <laughs> and, I, and I go, oh my gosh, when? And like, well, I met you a year and a half ago at this event, and I go, Oh my gosh, I've I've met like a thousand people since you uh, <laughs> and then if you like start yelling at me, I don't try to do this, but every now and then my fuse is short, and I don't have time for this. And I'll go. I'm sorry that I am one of like five people you met in the last year and a half, so I'm memorable, and there's nothing about you that stands out. Oh. I felt bad about it, but this person deserved it because I was being ridiculed
1: for not uh, knowing the person. Was, but, you got to do that, but it was people. like wild because it, you this, just
2: set boundaries. But it was just wild because I was like, oh, my gosh. And so this was, like, a summer and a half ago. So what is that, 2020? 2022. 2022. And and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm a jerk, assuming I met recently. I was like, where did we meet? And we're like, met you at Heartball. 2020. And I go, oh, before the world shut down?
1: (laughs) Nothing from COVID can be
2: like. A year and a half ago when the world was way different? (laughs) And you expect. Uh, Live it. I lost it. Uh, It doesn't happen very often, but guess what? I'm human.
1: Yeah. I've never seen you angry. You've always been happy. I don't know how to
2: be angry usually, but that was a... (laughs) Yeah.
1: I think of you as very, like, jovial and happy and stuff. Thank you again for being on. Yeah. Thank
0: you.
2: Follow me on LinkedIn.
1: Yes. yes, you can find follow Jacob. The
2: follow the gals on, on LinkedIn.
1: It's Jacob Rap with two Ps. Two Ps. you got to remember that. Um, and we will make sure when we post this, we'll figure out if there's a way that we can then actually put it in the comments now that we know mm-hmm. that you should always put things in the comments. Thank you so much. Yeah.
2: yeah, awesome.
0: Remember, we always love hearing from listeners. We want your feedback. We want to be your children's museum and playfully persistent podcast.
1: Right now, you can email us at podcast at com. You can also follow us on all the usual places. Facebook is Des Moines Children's Museum. Twitter and Instagram is dsm underscore childrens.
0: Thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe. We'll have new episodes every Tuesday. Make sure to take time to play.